The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. A big old slab of granite. A convenient keychain murder alarm. A steering wheel shaped like a Pop-Tart. These are among the many innovations that at one point or another, automakers have decided should come with their cars. Why? Only God and Henry Ford know the answer to that. Buckle your automatic seatbelt, because today on Past Gas, we've collected some of the most unusual, unnecessary, and downright unhinged gimmicks in the history of cars. Wait a minute, what's this button do? Podcast mode activated. Fast gas podcast. It's about cars. It's not about ports. No and no. <laughs> nice, dude. That was that was tight. Thanks, dude. Yeah, that was felt like an old radio show. Yeah, man. I felt you're the Orson Welles <laughs> of donut of automotive podcasts. Yeah, man. You uh, you. Uh, you really tricked me there. I thought you found a button. Theater of the mind, James. War of the <laughs> worlds, dude. What's that? That like uh, epic metal band theater something? Dream, Dream theater, theater, dude. You like them? I like I like uh, a few of their songs. The Glass Prison is a is a banger, as they say. It's a bomb. Oh, that doesn't seem like a good idea for a prison. No, unless you're housing Magneto. Oh. <laughs> Uh, speaking of metal bands, I think Keychain Murder Alarm is a sick name. That's yeah, really good. What do you think? They're like progressive sludge, or like they uh, they play like really fast, and it kind of sounds like Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Lemon Demon. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it, uh, you, words you're it's saying. Like MSI, right mindless self indulgence. <laughs> That's what they sound like. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, I I never liked MSI. Oh, dude, the MSI. My grandma had MSI. No, sorry <laughs> to hear that. God, yeah, I had a, a one of my first girlfriends had big dreadlocks, and she tried to get me to listen to MSI, and then I started waking up with big her dreadlocks in my mouth, and then I <laughs> stopped talking. Gross. About it. <laughs> How big were they? Like long or thick? Thick. Like thick. thick. Like she had a lot of hair. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, gross. Gross. This was in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. A yeah. Milwaukee team teen with thick dreadlocks. Damn. Yeah. I hope she doesn't listen to this. She probably doesn't. Yeah. I don't think any of our high school girlfriends listen to this. 
<laughs> hey guys, off subject, but I went to an axe throwing bar last night, and it's very what? fun. And I tell me about this. You know, it seems it seems like a very chuggy thing to do. It is, but it was very fun. And uh, I the first time I threw the there's a small axe and a big axe. First time I threw the big axe, I got a bullseye. Wow! And my big my axe. dude, my instructor. My instructor Grassy was like, "Dude, I've never seen that before." And uh, so, shout out to Grassy. Damn, Joe, you do too much, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're going out on a Thursday night throwing axes. It's fun. I gotta get you guys out. No me and my go- dude, my, I gotta my get dude, you Grassy. guys out there, man. We gotta Grassy will hook it up. Dude, Grassy said that he was gonna <laughs> screen print some shirts that said "Keep calm and throw axes" for us. So. <laughs> That's uh, it. You know. <laughs> There's a a, a a Bronco Badlands right outside my window right now in the, that sweet orange color. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, I like that orange. Joe's throwing axes. Nolan shaved. Yeah. I'm watching The Mandalorian. New Year. We had a, we all had different <laughs> evenings last night. <laughs> Joe's sounds the best. Yeah, Joe had a good time. Guys, it was... It was very chuggy, but it was very fun. I got to get you out. Me and my friend Gassy, Grassy. <laughs> was last night a movie? Last night was a movie. Was last night a movie, a chuggy movie? Was last night Garden State? <laughs> <laughs> Just do something like completely original. <laughs> cool. I'll, I'll, how about getting a bullseye my first time throwing the big axe? This is big axe. Yeah. Grassy was like, never seen this before. Grassy. Grassy. I'll tell you what right now. I got beef with Grassy. He, uh, why? Why though? Because I'm jealous. He had his, like, his spiel, you know, like his jokes that he tells every group. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, he said, don't release your axe too early or you'll throw it higher than I get on my days off. <laughs> nice. And he said that twice because he nice. probably forgot that he said it the first time. <laughs> but he said it twice <laughs> on account of him being so <laughs> hot. Said, he said it twice, yeah. like right in a row, like there's a glitch. <laughs> and then he peed his pants. Are you okay, Grassy? <laughs> I've got a few questions for Grassy. Like, where was he on November 22nd, 1963? I thought you were going to say on 9 11. I, I thought you were going to say on January 6, 2021. His name's Grassy, like the Grassy Knoll. Oh. Never mind. Anyway, welcome to Past Dude, Gas, is everybody. He re- if it's, is he related to Beyonce? Because then his name would be Grassy Knolls. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. We got to investigate this. Yeah, man. Deep um, state. <laughs> welcome to Past Gas, everybody. Um, this is a history show, but an automotive history show. Uh, my name is Nolan, Nolan Sykes. I'm joined by my buddies... We got James Pumphrey. Where were you on 9-11? Okay. And Joe Weber? Keep calm and throw axes. <laughs> Dude, my spirits are as high as I get on my day off. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, you know, it sounds like Grassy's just having a good time. Oh, totally. Know? Yeah. He loves his job. That's great. More power to him. Um, today we're talking about automotive gimmicks in cars. Do you, did your guys' cars have any weird, weird features? It, it stinks and it's full of stuff. 
<laughs> That's aftermarket, though. I did that. <laughs> That's custom. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had like a feature on one of my cars that I was like, this is so weird. My Honda Passport that I had in college, it had an air vent coming off of the steering column. Whoa. That blew cold air directly on your... Uh, on your grundle? On your your grundle, <laughs> yeah. Oh, grundle. Not the fingers. A grundle cooler. That's not really a, a gimmick. That was actually a, a feature I wish every car in the world had. It gets hot down there. Yeah. Yeah, it gets a little warm. Those vinyl seats were not helping. Uh, that's why I think cooled seats... Best feature oh, absolutely. Uh, of the last 50 years. All right. Um, yeah, let's let's get into the story, huh? Let's let's hear about that keychain murder alarm I mentioned. Keychain murder alarm. Let's begin our story with where car companies also start their thinking. With rich people. Rich people can buy any car they want. So luxury automakers in particular will go to extravagant lengths to set themselves apart and court those affluent auto buyers. Consider the Mercedes-Benz CL, a sporty coupe offering a series of customizable designo packages in paint colors like cashmere and graphite. One of those custom options? The aforementioned granite trim. For a mere $2,650 upgrade, Mercedes would make your center console look like a kitchen counter instead of a car. This is a podcast, so you're going to have to trust us when it say looks even worse than it sounds. I don't know, dude. Can you chop an onion on your center? Co- oh, that's oh, horrible. It's really bad. <laughs> so and I bad. don't think you could chop an onion on that. No. Oh, Ugh. that's really bad. It looks like a bird threw up. Yeah. <laughs> that's $2,600. Looks like a statue that birds pooped on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a perfect perfect analogy there james um i think this i mean we're only uh two minutes into our story here and i think this proves that money doesn't necessarily buy taste no way dude look at jeff bezos's instagram (laughs) no thanks it's fun we call him space Mm. cowboy on wheelhouse uh all right so rolls royce is arguably the og luxury line and they have no shortage of weird gimmicks in their long history Our favorite is the Starlight Roof Headliner upgrade for the Phantom. This is cool. This bad boy costs a cool $12,350, and it turns your ceiling upholstery into somewhat of a light bright. Uh, That's right, $12,000 to install tiny lights in the ceiling, making your 500,000 piece of automotive engineering feel like an ultra-luxurious preschooler's bedroom. No, man, it makes you feel like you're in a field. I actually do think this is pretty cool. Yeah, they're sick. I kind of like this. Like, if you're getting a Rolls Royce, if you're spending that much money on that car, you might as well. Dude, why the hell not? It makes you feel like you're just in, like, under the northern, the Aurora Borealis. Yeah, you're in northern Finland in the field. Freezing your ass off. No, you got reindeer hide. Oh. You can probably get reindeer hide for your seats. Probably. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Probably. Probably, dude. I don't know, Nolan, probably. (laughs) (laughs) While fake Starlight might sound tacky, at least it's not as brazenly irresponsible as the 1957 Cadillac Eldorado Brougham, an ultra-luxury upgrade on one of Cadillac's flagship cars that came with a full bar in the glove box. Yeah. 
for nearly fourteen thousand dollars, or what? A hundred thirty-two grand today. No. Drivers would receive the perfect combination: a five thousand pound land yacht plus magnetized shot glasses <laughs> to ensure you drink and drive without spilling. Oh, Jesus! Obviously, Cadillac assumed that anyone buying this would have a chauffeur or just hold their booze really well. They didn't think there was going to be a chauffeur. That's there's multiple cars with bars back in the day. There's cars with bars now, but they're in the trunk. Oh, really? Yeah, you can get like Land Rovers and Rolls Royce, uh, like Cullinans and stuff with, because you take them shooting. Oh yeah, the Cullinan has like that back armrest that comes down, and it's like a champagne cooler or something. Yeah, you can do that, but also there's like like shooting edition, like yeah. Uh, when you're going on a fox hunt or something, you're bullshit. going on a fox hunt. You got to eat drink sherry's. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have some sherry. You freeze your little boots off. Yeah, put your reindeer hide on. Put your reindeer hide on. Feed the dogs. Have a little brandy, and shoot a pheasant. <laughs> In Ireland, I had a a, fe- a fried pheasant, and they they were like, "Yeah, uh, Amos shot this this morning." That was pretty cool. Damn, was it pretty fresh tasting? Oh, so fresh. Yeah, that's what I call farm to table. Yep, farm to fork. <laughs> Amos to mouth. <laughs> Amos to anus. <laughs> Amos to anus. BMW introduced an actually cool luxury car gimmick with the Z1, a roadster they produced from 1989 to 1991. It was known for its vertically sliding doors that could be electronically dropped into the door sills. The sills were built higher than normal to offer crash protection independent of the doors, allowing the Z1 to be driven with the doors lowered. Whoa. It reminds me of like an, it's like the ultimate go-kart. It's like a Z3 Jeep. It's, uh, yes, perfect. Unfortunately, the car was difficult and expensive to assemble, so BMW ended the experiment after just a couple years. I love these doors so much. They just slide downward, you know, like that's. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Why don't more doors slide down? You know. Yeah, I'm I'm sick of hurting my wrist opening doors sideways. Just in life, like <laughs> in my house. Yeah, I'm gonna take the doors off the Mustang, dude. Dude, you should. That would be so hard. <laughs> you should lift it and put it on knobby tires, dude. That everyone would be like, "What?" Do you say what? Off road, off road Mustang. You should build a Baja build Mustang, dude. Baja builds are fun because they're badass and hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your Chuggy character? That's just where I think. I just I hate Baja builds. I think they're so lame. <laughs> it's like my least favorite trend. Oh, dude, it's so cool because it's funny and badass. Dude, you just lost like seven miles per gallon. <laughs> dude, that's not a truck. You're crazy, dude. <laughs> well, James, by far the worst luxury car gimmick ever gimmicked wasn't even a car. In 2013, Bugatti teamed up with a luxury shisha pipe maker called Desval to make a $100,000 branded hookah Bugatti by Desval was handmade in Sweden with a pure titanium frame carbon fiber outer casting and hand-sewn leather details and again we're talking about a a pipe not a car a hookah a hookah 
We talked about this on the D list. That's right. Uh, this is like the ultimate, like, you know, your, your buddy's doing a DJ set down at the, the hookah lounge. This yeah. is the uh-huh. ultimate flex right here. You break it out. You're like, dude, is that the Bugatti by Desval? Yeah. And right yeah, as dude. that happens, Tiesto comes on and you're like, whoa, this night is epic. <laughs> I mean, this, this thing is made for a very specific market. Yeah. Dude, hookah's all right. Hookah <laughs> is the least cool thing you can do. <laughs> When you're 20 years old at your at your there friend's house party, it's pretty cool. Is not a single thing that is less cool than hookah. I dare you to name it. The old guy from <laughs> from the commercials. <laughs> hookah is the lamest thing anyone can possibly do. I had a good time when I was 20. Do you've okay. obviously never had peach shisha, James? <laughs> You know, when you have to like put the little, the charcoal thing on the stove yeah, and, and you got to light the stove because the, the burner's not working. And then eventually when it tips over, uh, you have to clean off <laughs> the hot charcoals <laughs> from your rug and then yeah. your room smells forever. Yeah. You guys have a lot of hookah experience, a lot of, ho- <laughs> a lot of hookah memories. Yeah. When I was 20, I was just doing good old fashioned cocaine. <laughs> Smoking meth. <laughs> Doing meth is less cool than hookah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we found it. Yeah. We'll be right back with more of this story. But first, a word from our sponsors. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Meanwhile, according to Nissen, everything's better with Shag. And <laughs> that's what they said in 2014 when they introduced the Nissan Cube interior design package, which came with a $300 patch of gray Shag carpet in the middle of the dashboard. No. Oh, my. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you look it up? Yeah, it's disturbing. Uh, if you're wondering why they did this, so was everybody else. They're cube pubes. Owners on Nissan message boards immediately set about theorizing what the patch was meant to hold, sunglasses or wallets, because it couldn't just be for aesthetics, right? That'd be like framing a paint swatch and hanging it on the wall. <laughs> 
The website Nissan Cube Life, love that someone made that, uh, even started an <laughs> online survey asking readers what they did with their dashboard toppers. Turning it into a cat play toy was among the most popular responses. Who brings a cat in the car? A <laughs> car is, is so a bizarre. dog place. Car's a dog's house. Dude, if you bring your cat, I got to say, you bring your cat in your, I'm real judgmental today, <laughs> but I want to apologize. We normally try to be very objective, but today it's just seeping out of us. Seeping. Just a lot of opinions coming out of us. Uh, sometimes it seems automakers go for weird just to be different. And as a marketing scheme, maybe this kind of works since we're here talking about it, it today. It looks like a, a car had a soul patch. like the worst i hate to drag guy fieri but it's oh i was gonna bring the guy the singer from smash mouth oh yeah let's Mm, oh it's round yeah yeah (laughs) it's like kind of gray which is a weird color to (laughs) yeah it's this is bizarre dude (laughs) there's no reason for it and why does it cost 300 bucks that's the most bewildering part they just went to like some carpet store and just got a bunch of samples for free and then put it in cars. Yeah. This is a probably an unpopular opinion, but I kind of prefer the look of the Nissan Cube over the Kia, the Soul. Mm, I'm not with you on that, but I could see I like why. the visibility though. That weird missing fourth pillar or whatever mm-hmm. it is on the back. I feel like you could probably see. It's a weird looking auto. None of them man. compare to the OG Honda Element. Yeah, Honda Element's the GOAT. The throat goat. <laughs> yeah, hot elements, my throat goat. You can hose out the interior. If I'm going to go with any boxcar, I'm probably going to get the uh, the Scion XB, the original one. Yeah. The toaster. If I'm going to go with any boxcar, I'm going to go with boxcar racer. Oh, nice. You know what song I heard last night at the, <laughs> the Axe Bar? Sorry, I'm going to keep referencing it. Stitches by Orgy. Oh, dude. That album is great. I was introduced to it by the uh, POD cast. Oh, yeah. Definitely go check out the POD cast. They are great. Another common category of weird industry car gimmicks is the never-ending search for ways to make cars more convenient. We all love a little convenience. Oh, yeah. I need someone to do my laundry for me. Yeah. I I need... I do pay someone to do my laundry. I know. (laughs) What this usually means in practice is adding impractical gadgets to your car that barely work and don't add anything to the driving experience. For example, this is the DeSoto cigarette dispenser. DeSoto was a division that Chrysler used to showcase and test new technology from 1928 to 1961. Among those innovations was the very first car with pop-up headlights. Hell yeah. In those days, most Americans smoked cigarettes, at least more than do now. So in 1942, we didn't know that they were bad. Doctors used to say they're good, just like cocaine and heroin. (laughs) Oh, man. That would be great to be alive back then, you know what I mean? Just like have a headache and your doctor's like, have a cigarette and some heroin. And you're like, nice. Yeah, I think that sounds great. (laughs) And you both wink at each other. (laughs) Yeah. You're just like, okay, let's go to lunch and eat a tomahawk steak and eat yeah and seven martinis drink seven brandies oh where's where's nolan oh he's taking a nap after lunch <laughs> oh that makes sense we all do that I, I try to do that anyway yeah 
1942, Chrysler engineers developed the automatic cigarette dispensing system for the DeSoto. Simply open a hatch on the, on the steering wheel, and you could load an entire pack of smokes into it like a Pez dispenser. That's just safe. That's like safer. <laughs> the, the cigarettes were accessed by a spring-loaded knob, which would be which could be pulled while driving to dispense a fresh ciggy at the top of the steering wheel. Great. That's actually pretty dope. This option actually showed initial success with buyers, but Chrysler was forced to shut down production for several years during World War II. When the company returned to manufacturing commercial cars, the idea had gone by the wayside. (laughs) (laughs) Chrysler later put a uh, straight-up record player in some of their cars. Oh, yeah. Uh, The company underwent a renaissance in the 1950s, selling tons of cars and raking in massive profits thanks to engineering breakthroughs like the torsion air suspension system. And in 1956, they tried to keep the good times rolling with the highway hi-fi system, which played proprietary seven-inch records that were only on sale at Chrysler dealerships. In 1957, a version arrived that took regular 45s. Wouldn't it just skip all the time, though? Yeah, I think that's what we're going to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Also, so that torsion air system... Torsion air suspension sounds like an air like airbag suspension system. It's just torsion bars, but they call it air because it because it feels so like smooth. you're riding on air. Yeah. Oh. The highway hi-fi system was actually the very first time that drivers could listen to their own choice of music on the road, and surprisingly, thanks to a spring-loaded high-pressure arm, the records played without skipping. However, oh, okay. consumers were unhappy because the extra high needle pressure would wear down or even scratch records. And the in-car record player was soon made obsolete when the eight-track tape was introduced in the 1960s. Makes sense. In 1984, the 1984 Toyota van was not content to import devices from the living room to the automobile. Instead, the van, known in Europe as the Toyota Space Cruiser, contained cutting-edge kitchen technology. Yeah, baby. Okay. A.K.A. Okay. an ice maker. What? Dude, I love that. The van's LE trim had an option for a shoebox size refrigerator cooled with air conditioning refrigerant lines and complete with spill-proof ice trays. I can get behind this one because I love ice. You do? Yeah, we can attest Can't get to enough it. of that ice. It's so cold. There's multiple episodes where you can hear James chewing ice. <laughs> yep. I love That's it. That's true. <laughs> How often do you have to have ice to like justify paying for an ice maker in your car? I would have it all the time if I had ice Dude, in my I car. I would always have just ice. Just like, a, like a, a snack while you're driving? Just grab a few cubes and pop them in there? No, you put them in water, you know, soda. And a beverage. You know how to use ice. I've never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I've never used ice. Lots of hookah. <laughs> Yeah, no ice. Oh, wait, is that cold stuff you put in your hookah to co- cool down the smoke? <laughs> <laughs> Can you do that? I did in, I'm sure. in a bong, but that's a better hookah. Oh, interesting. So okay. Take big old rips. <laughs> take rips with my boy Grassy, dude. <laughs> dude, you and Grassy, on his day off, you get so high. <laughs> on my day off, I get high. <laughs> 
<laughs> the van was a competitor for campers like the VW bus. So it makes uh, it makes sense for it to have an ice maker. But generally speaking, cars with camping add-ons are an entire class of inconvenient conveniences. I don't know, man. I would like to have a fridge. Yeah, that's not inconvenient. What do you you don't even really have to like clean it out that often? Yeah, because you don't put anything in it. You don't put anything in it. You just ice. I put fish in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why your car smells so bad, dude. It smells stop. like fish. It smells like old fish. <laughs> <laughs> The Pontiac Aztec came with an attachable tent as seen on a memorable episode of Survivor with rampant product placement. You guys all remember that episode of Survivor? Yeah. That's a memory. Dude, Chris we was have. about to get voted off, but then like Stacy was like, no, he's he's a blah blah blah. Yeah, he's a blah blah blah. He's got immunity. <laughs> he he sniped my booty. Uh, it only added a grand total of 10 inches to the length of the car. Meanwhile, the Audi Q3 went in the other direction with an elaborate inflatable geodesic tent attachment that looks like a freaking dang jumble, jumping castle. Hell freaking yeah. That's sweet. Bouncy house. Geodesic, dude? Yeah, dude. You ever been geodesic? You ever gotten geodesic, dude? Dude, my grandma was geodesic. <laughs> A Honda CRV is available with an electronically powered shower attachment and a small tub to stand what? in for when you have to have the least satisfying shower of your life. Could have used that during Hilo, man. Dude, for sure. I still took the best poop of my entire life out there in those woods. <laughs> then there's the Fiat 500, which is full of what one might call uh, business lady upgrades. You got a makeup holder. You got a coffee maker. And naturally, you've got a perfume dispenser that sits in the cup holder. A built-in electric fan allows you to luxuriate in a Fiat-branded scent. This particular upgrade costs just $108. Oh, that's not bad. And while better functioning and presumably better smelling fragrance dispensers are available in high-end cars, Fiat might be the only brand with a for-her and a for-him option. Uh, the for her scent is described as, quote, an authentic explosion of joy, which combines the sparkling contemporary touch of pink pepper with the woody notes of white musk. The for him scent is described as straight up bear. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's weird. All right. The for him scent is described as. A play of gritty, sparkling contrast. A vibrant mix of pink pepper. <laughs> and tamur pepper combines with French, fresh, sensual notes of grapefruit and patchouli. Uh, they had a lot of pink pepper. <sighs> yeah, around. they're just trying to get rid of this pepper. <laughs> like, uh, we, we ordered way too much pink pepper. I'm just imagining like a kid like in seventh grade. It's like, oh man, I know I smell bad, but like I, I, I can't ask my parents for deodorant. I'm embarrassed. And uh, then he like sneaks they don't know me. He sneaks like the the the, the fragrance from his parents yeah. Fiat five hundred. But it's the for her one. Yeah, 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 dude. You smell like a sparkling contemporary <laughs> touch of pink pepper <laughs> with woody notes of white musk. No, I don't. Are you wearing the female Fiat <laughs> scent? No. 
No, I, I, you're smelling uh, a, a, a playful, gritty, sparkling contrast of, of pink pepper uh, and timmer pepper. And it's combining, uh, no. it's combining with fresh, sensual notes of grapefruit and patchouli. No, man, I definitely smell woody notes of white no. musk. <laughs> you're never going to live this down. Oh, what's up, white musk? <laughs> yeah. I don't smell any grapefruit or patchouli. <laughs> mm, are you trying out for cheerleading, Billy Elliot? <laughs> we'll get back to more past guests, but right now, a word from our sponsors. One last shout out in this category has to go to the Volkswagen Beetle. If you're unsure whether that car is trying to cutesy you to death, you should probably know that it Became available with a clip-on dashboard flower vase. Oh, yeah. We Interestingly, the flower vase has a very real history going back to European automobiles of the late 1800s when the accessory was used in cars to mask the unpleasant smells of oil and rubber and protect the genteel rider's noses. My, uh, my buddy in elementary school, Austin... His mom had a had a, a beetle and it had that flower vase and she had a flower in that little thing. You could totally modify that to be a hookah holder. Oh, dude! Yeah, you could put your hookah in there, dude. Oh man, dude, stop, stop here! I gotta get some peach shisha. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bugatti is Volkswagen. Whoa, that's a connection right there, dude. Opening my mind, dude. What are you doing up to, man? You know, man, just like really focusing on hookah and axe throwing. <laughs> <laughs> so far, we've mostly talked about things that are goofy and dumb, but not necessarily violations of the sacred blood pact we call car ownership. What? <laughs> this next innovation <laughs> is controversial to many of those who seek authenticity in their driving experience. We're talking about stereo exhaust. In recent years, many, if not most, automakers have started using stereo systems and other gadgets to pump artificial exhaust noise into your cabin. This is largely a result of stricter government regulations on vehicles, which have made engines more efficient but also quieter as a side effect. Also, people don't want cars that are loud. You know, they don't want a lot of uh, NVH, noise, vibration, and harshness. Cars have become very insulated. That's another metal band. NVH? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude, I love NVH. They're hard. <laughs> what does NVH stand for? Noise, vibration, and harshness. That's actually pretty sick. That's uh, super sick, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like a it's a it's a it's a contradiction. People want more quiet, comfortable cars, but they also want to hear their engine. That's like the best band name ever. We call dibs, dude. And we first uh, first song we cover "Stitches" by Orgy. Yeah, cool. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Got my vote. Sure. Uh, this innovation is known by the umbrella term active sound design. The idea of enhancing a vehicle sound was developed by Lotus and was first used in the 1992 Nissan Bluebird, a predecessor of the Altima. Worst of all, tons of car companies use this kind of thing to make their engines sound more powerful, though it's most common in sports cars or vehicles being driven in sport mode. BMW uses an ASD system on performance-focused models like the i8 Hybrid and the M-Series. The Kia Stinger 
features five drive modes that adjust the aggressiveness of the sound inside the vehicle cabin. Even Porsche has a noise system that uses something called a Helmholtz resonator, which looks like a big brass boob. <laughs> it definitely, that's what it looks like. Porsche, in the uh, the Taycan, they have sounds playing through the speakers because it's an electric car, but I was watching a review of the Taycan Sport Turismo GTS, the wagon, the sporty wagon, and it It'll make like uh, backfire noises when you let off the what? throttle. Yeah. No, no. I would turn that off immediately. I hate that. Yeah, it's weird. Does it have fake like? Because they have like a Taycan turbo, right? Does it have fake turbo noises? No, that's just like the, the model number or the model lets you know it's the fast one. I want I would I want an electric car and I want it to play like very subtle like jungle noises like at Rainforest Cafe. Ooh, yeah, that's calming. <laughs> like like low enough that you forget it's there, but then you remember and you're like, that's nice. I uh, yeah, very hear like a, a toucan or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see that guy who replaced his uncle's turn signal noises a in fart. a Tesla with fart noises? Mm-hmm. It's really funny. That would get old after like. 45 seconds. Yeah. Maybe the guy just really loves farts. Who knows? I don't know. Hot farts. Hot hot farts and cold piss. You're listening to (laughs) 97.9. Some of Volkswagen's diesel vehicles even have an extra exhaust sound cater. These are extra speakers (laughs) in the exhaust system to make the car sound more like a regular gasoline-powered vehicle. Not to get too technical here, but ASD is actually a great example of something called skeuomorphic design. It basically means to create something that's brand new, but retain elements that were essential to the original object, yet serve no purpose in the new version. Like a calendar app that's designed to look like real-life pages on a calendar, or the knobs and switches in GarageBand, or a save icon that looks like a floppy disk. I can go on. Yeah, or a, a clock with hands on your phone. Yes. Yes. Skewomorphs uh, can be watching porn in black and white, you know? Uh, sure. (laughs) That's actually pretty cool. So, like, I don't know why (laughs) I'm like, you know, bring that up like that. Skewomorphs can be useful in the right circumstances, but their purpose here is to artificially alter the way people think about and understand their own vehicles. It's weird, man. Skew is the keyword. Skew. Skew. That's right, Joe. You got him. Freaking got him, dude. In case you think we're getting up on a high horse about some of these options, let's talk about something completely horseless. All right? Specifically, the horsey horseless. Uriah Smith was a Seventh-day Adventist minister, which is basically like an evangelical Christianity, except that they have church on Saturdays. He also invented stuff. Uh, among the patents he filed were an artificial leg with a movable ankle invented after he lost one of his own legs to an infection, as well as a school desk with a fold-out seat. But in 1899, he decided to turn his Saturday God-given powers of invention to newfangled motor cars. Society was transitioning from horse-drawn carriages to automobiles, but intermixing the two was becoming a huge problem. The loud engine noises and unpredictable backfires from cars would spook horses as they pass, causing an angry divide between horse owners and car owners. 
So Smith filed a patent for the Horsey Horseless, a wooden replica of a horse's head and neck that could be installed on the front end of an engine-powered carriage. What? He thought that if real horses saw the horse's head coming, they wouldn't what? freak out. Because there's absolutely nothing freaky about a disembodied horse head that sounds like a Model T. The patent doesn't mention what kind of car would sit below the horse-inspired body, but Smith also theorized that the horse head would be hollow in order to store extra fuel. <laughs> it's like a bomb. <laughs> yeah. It's unclear if Smith actually built one of these things before he passed away in 1903 or if the horsey horseless remains theoretical. But there's one thing we know for sure. It's a f- amazing idea. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of the best ideas I've That's ever That's insane, dude. Ever I love heard. that. The horsey horseless. I'm going to see a horse interact with that and be like, it's obvious that's not a horse. <laughs> dude, that horse is going to mess up that car, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude, he's going to try and bone it. Yeah. Clomp much? <laughs> dude, he's going to clomp it, dude. Clomp? He'd be like... Clip clompy. <laughs> why aren't you clomping? <laughs> oh, so you're too good to talk to me? <laughs> and then he, like, knocks it off and all this gas spills everywhere. <laughs> oh, God, what did I do? <laughs> it just explodes. That was a weird episode of Mr. Ed. Why aren't you clomping, bro? Why don't you clomp? You kind of roll. Bounce. You haven't made this whole time we've been talking. <laughs> yeah, dude. I've pooped like four times. <laughs> I just poop all the time. It just comes out. I mean, all I eat is oats. <laughs> oats and sugar cubes when I can and a big old salt lick. An apple is a treat for me. I am an elite athlete. <laughs> and I just poop wherever. Because I've been eating so many apples. We got there. We talked about poop. We said we weren't going to. I'm, just, I'm glad we did, dude. Pooping. Hot farts and cold <laughs> piss. Oh, <laughs> People are going to listen to this episode and the RC car episode and be like, all these guys talk about is pee. Yeah, if this is your first episode, um, this is how it is. This is an apt representation of the rest of the episodes. Hot farts and cold piss. You're listening to 98.9 The Max. If you have cold piss, you should go see a doctor. <laughs> That just means my body's running at its optimal temperature, dude. Cold-blooded, freaking <laughs> focused, ice in my veins. Nothing can distract me. I have not slept in months. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the ghosts? Because because of the ghosts, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I can ride it out. The ghost of that old guy from Six Flags commercials? <laughs> <laughs> scary now we jump from the very old to the very new with an idea that car companies have been introducing increasingly frequently in recent years the square steering wheel now the tesla yoke is probably the most well-known and controversial of these and for good reason in july 2021 elon musk confirmed on twitter that the model s and model x 
would not be available with the steer- regular steering wheel. Instead, they would exclusively be available with the company's F1-style yoke, which looks like a Xbox controller attached to a pull-up bar. The problem is that neither the Model S nor the Model X are F1 cars. Whereas F1 steering controls generally turn a maximum of 140 degrees because the steering rack, the steering ratio is very quick, Tesla drivers have to turn the awkwardly shaped and off-centered yoke just as many times as they would a regular steering wheel. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was like, you know, you didn't have to turn it that much. No. No. Yeah, sometimes I learn stuff off these podcasts. <laughs> uh, survey says, eh. Go sit down. It's not you sit down now. Joe, go get in your bed. (laughs) So why is Tesla ditching the steering wheel? Let's get the answer straight from the horse's ass. I I mean, mouth. According to Elon Musk, quote, Yet another round wheel is boring and blocks the screen. And panoramic mode looks way better with yoke. (laughs) Fair enough, but that didn't stop Motor Trend from calling driving with the yoke, quote, a chore. Many new supercars also utilize angular steering wheels, like the C8 Corvette, which features a six-sided steering wheel straight out of a video game. Uh, we had a C8 uh, on loan for a little while. Stingray, baby. Yeah, and it was the, the steering wheel, it's not like a hexagon, it's more like a square, and it is a little weird. It's a little weird. But It's a little weird. But that steering ratio is like quick enough that you use like if you're when you're driving i mean you never really have to go arm over arm anyway but like if yeah it's weird but it also feels normal enough it that works. it's not it works it felt good i really really like that car yeah it was a cool car besides a different aesthetic option the practical argument is that these new steering wheel mechanisms offer better visibility and more clearance for your knees on the other hand, they're clumsy to use sometimes, look insane, and don't really benefit the driving experience unless uh, you're at the track, really. I like a flat-bottom steering wheel. I think that's cool. Yeah. I like a steering wheel that's thick. I like mine egg-shaped. And finally, we get to perhaps the most bizarre idea ever to spark from the synapses of a car designer. An idea so paranoid that even Q himself would be like, all right, man, chill out. When Volvo introduced its redesigned S80 flagship in 2007, it was full of the company's latest technological feats. We're talking adaptive cruise control, state-of-the-art braking system, and blind spot warning that combined to win the car multiple safety awards. It also had a new system that monitored heartbeats in the car's interior based on Whoa. vibration sensors in the seats. The system was designed to alert you if you left a baby or a pet in the back seat, but it also specifically included an intruder alarm designed to warn you in case a passing murderer decided your Volvo is the perfect spot to lie in wait in your back seat and slit your children when you get in it. That's terrifying. That's kind of cool. I appreciate that. Uh, there's there's certain nights where I'm getting into my car. I'm like, I hope there's not a creepy ghoul in the back seat. Yeah, but no one would. First of all, no one would sneak in the back of your Mustang. There's too many uh, flannels back there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think this is like, uh, you know, they have ulterior motives, like okay, s- stealing your data, yes, and yes. like selling it to 
I don't know, health insurance companies or whatever. Oh, yeah, they take your sure. data and they're like, uh, there was a murderer in his back seat. Yeah, and that's what they say. Oh, yeah, so if you don't forget your baby, but it's really to like monitor. There's like car companies have admitted that there's sometimes they put in like scales to measure how much you weigh. No one made a video about it. Yeah, I wrote that one. So <laughs> Yeah, but I did the video, Joe. <laughs> yeah, I, you, yeah I you read the words. I don't know, Joe. I don't remember seeing you in that video. <laughs> no, you're right, Joe. That that I'm I'm like I'm I'm with you, but also it's it is also Volvo, who is like a company that is that like safety that is just obsessed with safety. Yeah, I but I am trying to wonder like what would be the benefit of knowing who's alive in a car? <laughs> <laughs> but how uh, do also how do they te- like? Get a heartbeat from your butt. <laughs> hey, I got some, hey. Well, I mean, normally, like they, they tell you to check your heart rate with your neck, just because that's like yeah. the easiest option. But like, yeah, your what butt, if it, like the headrest like wraps <laughs> around your neck and is kind of tight? Oh, that would be horrible. You get in the car and just like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> There's like a blood pressure mm-hmm. sensor that goes on your arm. That's interesting, man. Is there a lesson here? Some deep wisdom to be gained from. Sifting through the car industry's strangest ideas of the last hundred years? No, no, there isn't. Not really. Not at all. Pretty much. <laughs> Most of these ideas were bad from the get-go. Some of them are comical, but they were created in the same spirit of ingenuity that has led to the actual good innovations in car history. I mean, the idea of putting a roof on a car probably seemed like a crazy idea. Cruise control probably seemed like a crazy idea. The DeLorean definitely seemed like a crazy idea, and it was a bad idea, too. That was a dumb, the DeLorean is a dumb, bad car. Hell, when they first invented cars, they seemed like a crazy idea. My car doesn't have eyes. I can't look into its soul. Definitely can't, don't want to kiss it. Why would you want that? You (laughs) can't even kiss it. Some of the best stuff in car history started as crazy ideas. You go back to 1899, would a car with a horse's head actually seem any crazier than a car, period? (laughs) Yes, it would. (laughs) That's why it got left in the dustbin of history, making way for newer and weirder ideas. We got some uh, reader mail this week. This week, uh, Devin writes us. Devin says, what's up, fellas? Longtime fan of the show and just donut media as a whole. Thank you very much, man. I was laughing at you guys on the JDM Barn Finds episode talking about dads with young names, and I did not expect you to say (laughs) my name, but we exist. (laughs) (laughs) anyway i'd like to say i truly appreciate you guys and it's been a lifetime goal of mine to come work for donut media i've grown a love of cars over the past five to six years and to be truthful i first learned how an engine works through donut much love from devin the dad from baltimore devin if you can explain how an engine works to me i'd love it (laughs) (laughs) thanks devin that that means a lot devin the dad dude devin the dad dude Thank you very much for listening to Past Gas. If you'd like to hit us up with an email, uh, send us one at pastgas at donutmedia.com. Let us know what your favorite car gimmicks are. Let us know if you know Devin the Dad. Devin the Dad, dude. <laughs> Devin the Dad, dropping a new album in May. Uh, what's your Mandela Effect Berenstain Bears conspiracy of the car world? I'd like to know. Uh, Anything. The cornucopia on the Fruit of the Loom. Uh, lo- label never existed. What? 
It was never a cornucopia on the Fruit of the Loom label. What was it? Just fruit. No, I remember cornucopia. I don't. You don't? No. Which one of us is from the other dimension, though? <laughs> and did you know is the um, Bronkstein burrs? <laughs> B-U-R-R-S. B-R-O-N-X-S-T-E-Y-E-I-N-B-U-R-R-S. Bronstein Bears. The Bronstein Bears. My whole world is turned upside down. <laughs> Did you know that octopi have nine feet? What? <laughs> feet? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know they had one foot. <laughs> they, got a little, they can wear little shoes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Follow Joe at Joe G. Weber on all social media. Follow hey. James at James Pumphrey and follow me at Nolan J. Sykes. Big thank you to our producers this week and every week. We got Thomas Willette and Gavin Kinsell and the ones and twos, baby. And our writer, Greg Nix, always That's comes right. through. Greg. Big shout out to Greg. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.